Hello everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. This is your basement show for the week. We just watched AEW Dynamite at the Elevator Brewing, the Elevator Brewery Tap Room here in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to be doing that on the regular, so Wednesdays, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, AEW Dynamite, Street Fight Radio will be at Elevator Brewery to, you know, enjoy the action with you. Like, we want to have it a party where we're chanting and screaming and drinking and yelling. We had a great time tonight. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for joining the stream. This is kind of an, I mean, it's an extra show. Me and Brian both assumed we it's weren't going to do it. It's extra to me because is, you called it off earlier. I don't ever. I, I call them off and then I call them on and then I call them off. It's like I'm like, I it's like we were, a rain delay. I'm not Jesus, though. I don't decide when it rains. I thought we were doing one and then it was like, well, we're going to be doing wrestling and we also have to fly in about five hours from now. We're so winning. I didn't. So I, I know, I know, I'm power. I, I like it. I like to persevere because, you know, my wife is like, I don't know if you can do it. And I'm like, you're going to be so impressed when I do it. We don't got to do shit. Me and you got TSA pre-check. That's true. We don't got to do shit tomorrow except for get to that place we're staying. Like, once we're there, we don't have anything until Friday. You well, know? we have to drive from Dallas to Austin. I know. But I we know. will get kolaches on the way. And I heard they have a pumpkin spice edition. Well, that's uh, basic. What do you mean? So, basic? Uh, come see us in Texas. We're going to be in Austin, Texas on November 4th, or November, October 14th, uh, next Monday. We're going to be in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma on the 16th. That's Wednesday. Dallas, Texas on the 17th, and then uh, Houston on the 18th. We've also revealed some of the uh, tickets and tour dates for our November tour on the West Coast that's going down as well. You can find all of that information at streetfightradio.com. Not all of it. Not all of it. There's some There's some information. Here's what I'm going to say. In Seattle and Portland. Okay, first Seattle, right? Let's tackle Seattle because there's two dates there. There is two on dates. The poster. There's a Beacon Theater date and there's a Clock Out Lounge date. And I feel like if we don't explain, then people are going to get it wrong and then be bummed if they get it wrong. So, okay. The Beacon Theater date is Undercover Boss Live. And it is me and Brett in a movie theater doing commentary over Undercover Boss for with people. I'm sure we're going to get y'all involved, too. And then the, the Sunday date, the, the next night, the 10th, is uh, Street Fight Live. Like a real live show, like we always do, with... Uh, I'm going to say this, and then pretend I didn't say it. The POD cast opening, and... Uh, Blocked party opening. Yeah. And uh, then us, and then we'll all do something together. Portland and, and Seattle. Portland, yes. You will also... Portland, you're going to get roughly the same thing if we can figure out how to make it fit in two hours. <laughs> or an hour 55. You know, we're going to figure 90, it all out. Yeah, 90 no, minutes. They came back and said we could go to 8.55. So... Okay. I don't want to talk... They're, they're decent people. They gave us 100 bucks off. And if you know of another venue in Portland that'll have us on November 11th, we would love to do it and give you the show we're setting out to do. But Otherwise, not, get tickets for today. Get because tickets. There's, there's, yeah. not, there's not a lot of space in Portland. You have to go and get them now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll figure it out if you buy tickets and we move the show. You know? Um, so... Uh, we also have in the studio today a guest, old-time friend... Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Hello. Let's call him Terry. Hello? Terry, sorry. Well, now he's Terry. Terry. But I'm I'm Terry. All right. But uh, who do you want to be? We got uh Jake can edit that. Yeah, we got some we we, we got some stuff here this week. I, I have a backlog because we did a wrestling based show last week. And there were so many street fight based stories that has almost pissed at us for doing a wrestling show last week. Like, a little bit of me was like, I can't believe we didn't cover this stuff. Uh, you know, solidarity to all the striking workers, obviously. Uh, this story is out of a city. Seattle! Wow. Hey. A, a, a smaller city that, that is, we've heard of. That is a coincidence. I didn't know. Uh, Cafe Vita? Vita? Has Vita. 10 locations there, okay? And uh, really going to work their way into the small business tyrant of the year category. It is a place I will not go to when we're in Seattle. I refuse. I will not go there. And here's why. Um, they, okay, so they set, uh, gave a letter. I want to read the letter that they, the memo that they posted to their employees. 
As many of you know, Cafe Vita, as well as Mike and Liz, are actively involved with many organizations that work with homeless youths and adults. I'll bet you they're not. Like, I bet. <laughs> as soon as they enlisted Mike and uh, Vita, yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't, they're not working with it. They, no, yeah, like, they give to the food well, bank. You're I'll on bet a, you. You're on a first name basis with your boss, so we don't have to explain it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Like that. Yeah, we get it. They're we, nice people. You call me Mike. Yeah, you know I'm 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 I'm. I'm uh, Brad. I'm not Mr. Payne. I'm Brad. Yeah, they show up. They take your wages. It's fine. Yeah, we recently learned that some employees have been giving away Vita gift cards, food, and coffee to homeless people in the neighborhoods <laughs> we occupy. <laughs> yeah, we uh, occupy is such a funny. That way is we occupy. I mean that that just that's we, gentrification we, <laughs> yeah. language like crazy. We, right? we occupy. Well, we defend it with our honor and our AK-47s amongst, amongst the uh, hordes that are trying to take it over. We just have our weird uncle that shows up with an AK-47 to make sure that no one crosses the line. <laughs> we're just trying to sell coffee. Although we were, these were well-placed intentions, please understand it is our belief that feeding homeless people without comprehensive services oh, actually enables, increases, and promotes homelessness. It actually doesn't. That is... Not true. People are but, not deciding. I want to argue the fact that what they said, does it actually contribute to homelessness? It doesn't. Is there, are there I'm studies saying, that show? Nobody is saying, oh, man, you know, the local coffee shop that came in and raised, made it so all the rents were raised in my neighborhood is handing out free scones and gift cards. I think I'm just going to take to the rails and live the homeless life now. <laughs> 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 is that the is that the result of what happens? Yeah, and then you <laughs> have enough free that? bagels, people stop going to work. You yeah, know, is that what attracts slippery slope? That's an odd fucking. That is an That's odd stupid. way to frame it. It's That's a bad way to frame it, you know. But it is like, well, it, I mean, I think it's the other. I mean, in, honestly, I think it's the other way around. It's like uh, I'd rather buy someone like lunch right now. But then when I do that, I'm like, fuck, there isn't like any sort of, you need dinner too. You know, like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm not going like, to be like around you, here. Your, you, first, your, your first entrance, like, dude, I'll get you a nugget, but like, I, I want you to get, like, buy a chicken nugget, but where the fuck do we go from here? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I want your next, I want your next, uh, like, dinner. Like, where do we go from here? Like, yeah, it's weird because they should, uh, I mean, that person that, it's like if you got it all covered and then you found out your employees were giving people bagels and shit, I'd be like, oh, that's tight. The that's shit you're cool. going to throw away. Yeah. The shit you're going to fucking throw away. It's just I've, garbage. I've been, I've been so busy. I didn't even think about it. Like we were we were throwing away a ton of fucking bagels. I didn't even think about it. You could just hit all day people. And it's a lie. It, it, it is a lie to say that any that that it contributes to homelessness because eating is still a thing that we have to <laughs> yeah. do. So right? it's, it's the idea like eating more contributes to homelessness. Like the more you eat, the more homeless. Yeah. That's the opposite. Well, point. they're saying, I know the argument, right? I've heard the argument. I'll make the normal like argument. If you give cats milk, they keep coming back. Yep. Yeah, but that's the animals. You're yeah. talking about humans like animals at that point. And the thing is, it's like, they, if there is somebody that has the need for food, then deciding that we can't give them anything until we build a comprehensive social safety <laughs> means. Hey, give me forty years. We're gonna figure out Medicare. Yeah. You gotta wait. No, no, I gotta save. I gotta save on that uh, shrink for that mozzarella cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn these uh, these waste today into uh, dividends tomorrow. In order for us to do good things in the neighborhood, we must first have a successful oh, no. business. No, giving away products is theft, and the grounds oh, for immediate God. employment termination. No, whenever see whenever they bring that up, it's like get away. Yeah, get out of the. Come on, get out of there. Come Don't the work fuck there. on. There's been time. I mean, that's one of the like. When you're a young person, you're at a job and you do something kind of, you know, you should do something like, well, I gave away a piece of toast. And they're like, you did what? You're like, oh, well, this guy was hungry. So we were going to throw away this toast. And I just said, here, take it. He left. And like, I'm sorry, you have to talk to your, you have to talk to the management now. Yes. Like those moments and those moments happen very early in your working life where you're like, oh no, I fucked up. Like I was too honest. Right. I mean, anytime but it comes up in a, in a memo of some sort that it could result in immediate termination. It, it is like a, a kind of, they're watching you and they don't want you. They, that is a, that is a, I don't, 
want you yeah, stepping it's not, out it's not concerned about like public health. It's concerned about like how much money you're giving away. Well, well that's what are we what are we losing by you saying okay? Here's what it is. Here's you're sub as the employee, you are subjected to the ideology of the person that is employing you, and yeah. they own you. And so they probably come in and to do try to ham it up and be fun and personable and all that stuff. And then those folks are like, oh, yeah, they're like chill. They like our homeless advocates. Like, it's the best job I've ever had. Like, you know, sometimes people come in and ask for food. And I just give them like trash and shit. And then they're like, oh, we're going to fire you for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right. I'll say sometimes I give them trash and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's the also, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble for that. I'll say yeah, sometimes I give them like the bottom of a tuna can. It's yeah. fine. What what you said, though, is is really actually a perfect thing. That, that like they meet the they meet the bosses and and you know that they this is this is the problem this is where ideology becomes like a really weird thing right because like we talk sometimes about like the democrats and the liberals right they're supposed to be on our team in a way right like that that's the that's the world yeah, that's that, the conceit that's the kayfabe that's yes that's the world we're supposed to live in but the fact is, a lot of them think like this, which is not on, we're not on even the same universe of sides in this situation. I think that like, I fucking think that they should have to feed those people before it's trash. Like they, they should just fucking, people need to eat. You're running a place. More than enough people are going to buy things. Right, yeah. like, yeah. not people don't just come in and get free stuff. Like when, when you give people a choice to 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 uh, buy or take it for free, oftentimes they'll fucking just like buy it anyway. Right. I've walked by those, you know, those mini, those stupid mini food pantries people put in their yard where they put a bunch of food that nobody would ever eat, and like they put a bunch of canned food, like a free library, <laughs> like the little yeah. library. Yeah. Have you ever seen one? No. They have them. Hey, man, front of I do that in my yard. I do that in my yard all the time. <laughs> you just take all There's your fucking, old. like, there might be someone that comes by and, like, they will see some kind of weird fucking canned good that they might need to eat. It's like corn. cans of corn and shit. Yeah, so it's that's like, what I do. Like, so what the fuck? Like, other than that, what am I supposed to do? Right, I yeah, understand. I but it's, it's like the minimum sort of. It's, it's, the, it's the basic minimum of what. I can't just throw food to people. I can't just right. say that. Hey, as you come by my street. Right. No, here's that's a goddamn a, fucking can of corn. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like, I'm saying that like, if you're running a restaurant and you're in a neighborhood where there is a large homeless population, maybe the restaurants in that neighborhood should all be together feeding those people. Yeah. Those yeah, people yeah, actually yeah, yeah. need to eat. That's real. Yeah. You know, real. and and they're they're take they talk about these homeless people like they're a problem in public space but the truth is like they're also in public space yeah you know they're they're also sucking up resources in it's, public yeah, space uh, and yeah. they're also yeah. also taking space away from you in yeah. public i gotta you know? say you know i know we've trashed them before but uh uh there's a place that i go near a mikey's late night slice location and there was always somebody out there that has like nowhere to go and they're sitting at the picnic benches. Like they're completely occupied all day long by people that are not customers. And oh, it's yeah. right in front of the business. Right. So and Mikey's doesn't do a fucking thing about like Mikey's doesn't get they just let well, the people like, like hey man, I mean we're trying to turn a profit. Like we're the, not trying to but deal I think with that's the, the but like that I no, but I think it's 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 a uh, it's a matter of saying like, well, the peop there are people gathered here that need help that are in a certain situation and as a business owner you have to just accept that yeah like if you consider yourself an occupier you put up guard towers with guns and barbed wire if you're just trying to move into the neighborhood it's like hey a lot of people don't got a house around here we yeah but a, couldn't you we, like we step in like, could, couldn't you there. step in and say like hey i mm, want to help you some like pizza bro yeah it's pizza time <laughs> uh i mean there, there is i mean I, I think I think at this point. I mean, that's fine. I mean, just like, not kicking. Come on, people. man! Like, there's some but, point. Like, just yeah, like you said, don't kick people out. But like. that's but that's that's the thing is what I'm saying. I'm championing them because they are the 10 percent of businesses that don't kick people out. Like they let people hang out all fucking day long and don't question them or ask for a receipt. Besides, well, because I, so besides. much of like when we go to big cities and stuff, you want to go. That's all the, I you see. You go like, to the restroom. I just they, realized they that, like, my front yard has like these spikes and like the shit like it's yeah. built into like walls, and I was like. Well, why the fuck would it have this like 
Well, it's made like to make sure that people don't yeah, lay it's here. Done, yeah. Ever. It's to make sure to make, like people don't lay here. Like yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. Like I, I don't mean, care about that. You know, if you go but down that was town, built in like the thirties, like yeah. that <laughs> happened that early. They've we don't nim- want fucking derelicts. Nimbies forever. Um, so I, I wanna I wanna finish this letter too. If our business is filled with homeless people, many of our customers will likely choose alternatives negatively negatively impacting our livelihoods. We invite inter- anyone interested in joining our charitable efforts aimed at homelessness. There are many to choose from. Feel free to contact me if you would like to discuss opportunities to volunteer or donate in order to make a meaningful impact. We want to make the Seattle a better place for all, and working together, we can help that happen. Thank you. Is is, is that is the the memo that they sent out? And that's I, gross. I just that's one of those things. This is I want to help out the most fucked up people that cannot buy property the people that cannot fucking record their music the people that can fuck that can just go through i want to i i mean i think i think i think the thing that bothers me is this is this is liberal this is this is what management liberal uh thing this is it this is yeah. what it is. This is what I don't like. This is the kind of thing. But they've been doing that ever since I was a kid. There's always been a petition to not give money to people that need money. Right. There's, they've always said, like, donate to our organization instead so that the person that runs it can drive a fucking Audi. So, so that we can throw parties. Yeah. Like, we'll, we throw, we'll throw events. Galas. In, we're yeah. going to do, do a really big gala that will feed them for a long time. Way more than you just buying lunch for somebody. Yeah. But it's like. But so much of, like, life is not. Life is only right now. There is no guaranteed future at all. And if somebody is hungry in the moment that I meet them, there would be no reason for me to deny that as somebody that can provide it, you know? Right. And and they deserve, like, again, they deserve the food. They deserve uh, dignity and respect. And they also deserve the space. And the, they deserve that place in the community just as much as the fucking... Just as much as the barista, the 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 coffee shop does. Yeah, like the, you don't own like this town. You know, this sidewalk isn't fucking yours. This is all of ours. This if if this is a community, then this is all of ours. Yeah, you know, and and like you I move just, into a place and and you can't, you don't get to bend the place. That you moved into to your will. See, you know what I'm saying. And I have to say, like, based upon the news story, they never they never said how much was given away. And if you're running ten fucking coffee shops, I can't imagine that they gave anything to anybody that was in any sort of significant significance. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I like uh, as far as our business goes. Like, whenever we do a live show and we're done and we get paid cash, I go like hand it out all over the streets and shit. It's like. Businesses have the money, $100, $200, whatever it was that they handed out, it was nothing compared to what they're bringing in. Right. Over the phone, Liz McConnell, who owns Cafe Vita, along with her husband, Mike McConnell, said information about employee terminations was confidential, though she said that all employees were fired for cause. McConnell says she believed the company had a pastry waste protocol, but she was not sure if any uh, such protocol was listed in the employee handbook or elsewhere. So... She also didn't know if the company had protocol for drip coffee destined for the drain. So this See, is- so this is all about waste. This is all about like them handing out pastries and them handing out coffee. They must have developed some sort of system, which, I mean, <coughs> the funny thing is, is this that- This is all just try, 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 fire, fire, fire. The thing about them- Hit it. The thing about it is that like, there is an app that I'm a part of that connects businesses that have extra food and they give them to shelters and stuff. And like, if they were to sign up for something like that, they would totally champion the cause and have like flyers all over their thing. But just because their employees like hooked up with people in neighborhood and were like, we've got like two dozen day dishes every single night. Just come here at eight and get them. Yeah. It's a power thing. It's a power thing. It's It's about who was in charge. It was about who, about who made the decisions and, and who's deciding they want to, they want, to be in charge of people's lives, feel that they have accomplished so much that they can now decide how someone can, uh, you know, you know, uh, turn their life. Well, how people, I mean, it it is like a funny thing about, it's like, it's a Bill Gates thing. It's like, Oh, you know, I have so much money because I'm really good at stuff. So now I decide what schools in Africa should be like. And it's like, you shouldn't. (laughs) No, you certainly shouldn't. Mr. Bill Gates. Right. It is. First (laughs) of all, I knew about Africa. 
Because I knew about Bill Gates. That's all it takes. That's true. You that's know, all Bill, Bill Gates, Gates educated you about Africa. I so, guess fact is, Bill Gates knew about Africa. What yeah. did you know about it? That's true. He has been there. He's, he has a plan. Say. He's arrogant enough to have a plan. That's all it takes is that you're like so full of... We done fixed you, all you of it. What are you guys worried about? I'm about to sew this thing up right now. McConnell said, "Is so first, and they didn't have a protocol for this stuff either. Like the the business didn't have sure. a waste protocol yeah. other than throw it in the trash. Yeah, they're. I mean, they would rather the 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 people. The, look, you know, if homeless people are going to eat our food, I'd like to have them dig it out of the trash. Yes, at the very least, we want to make know? it something that we don't want them to feel like this is like a service. We want them to feel bad about it. You yeah, know? so it's a control thing. It is like a control thing from all. It's the dem. I mean, it's like it's it Democrats. is. It's this is distilled down to every." Thing and for it them. Is, it it's is. like it's a matter of like people should have food, and it's like, but only through like micromanagement programs where I like means test them and decide. Only <laughs> where I can check are. off on the boxes that so means what, what, they can have. What food. we're gonna do is we're gonna see how many we're gonna take a piss test and we're gonna take a job interview test, and you can earn up to one hundred percent of the food for the week. How many you dickholes need food? If you made some mistakes, you don't get all the food, right? Yeah, you know that's what they want. They're like they want to hand out someone like an eighth of a cheese Danish because they shot up that week or something, right? Oh well, yeah. That's the uh, that is another problem. Oh, you've been smoking cheese danish. <laughs> you're giving yeah. it to the wrong people. You're giving you're out, the bro. food to the wrong it's people. It's bullshit. I mean, it is like. And at this point, I'm just tired of this conversation. I think this is what makes me antisocial amongst people that are tied into this stuff because they're really championing like programs and this, and it's like. Why are you stomping out someone just like directly handing the food? Ah, uh, don't give up, man. But that's like because you know there was actually a conversation on Twitter that happened about what is mutual aid and what is charity, and charity is registered like five hundred one c three through the government and shit. But like food, right. food not bombs has no LLC. Like it's it's people collecting stuff off the record and handing yeah, yeah. It out. It's like though like we can do things that are. Why can't we do that with? That's the that's the pressure. People are pressuring us to put it on the books so that taxes can be collected on it, so that it can be some sort of standardized thing. And that's what we're losing is a, is the matter of like breaking through all of that. And and as it, that, I mean, it really so much of it is analogous at this point. It's like the teacher strikes as well. They went wildcat because they were like, "Holy shit, we just have to stop working," and that would you're do missing it. the whole fucking like, point. Yeah, like, you're missing. You like, have to deliver you're, the food. You're, like, you're confused. You have by the, to do the work. People and are not pay attention to the the taxes or, or the paperwork trips people up. People think I can't do something because the paperwork is going to prevent me from doing it. And then you be transgressive and you break through all of that and you just take a fucking pot of coffee and you hand it over to another person. That's real. And you don't write it down on a piece of paper and you don't put it in QuickBooks and they just go away with you, it. You also don't like get credit for that that's true that's Which true is, that's you another thing that you're they, right that's another thing that like cafe vita doesn't get credit for when they their can't. employee does it they can't say like we give our trash away we, we give we, we give the you have to find food. somebody you have to find somebody the funding that, that that's that true doesn't care anymore but there's like, no there's no, there's no like the, uh, free food city seattle that has an instagram that's running an app that's trying to like being a conglomerate for food waste and they're going to get a, like a picture yeah, with them. Well, the, but the app makes money. Then yes. we're all set. Like, look, it's the best of both worlds. Everybody gets fed and some guy that made an app makes a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Of he gets a good money. fucking thing for yeah, some venture capitalist is going to put a bunch of money in and make a bunch of prof profits off of this idea that really could have just been like at the end of the night when your restaurant's closing and you're about to throw a bunch of shit away you don't. give it to people and don't throw it away yeah i mean they just because it's not again they're not giving it to people who don't need it no. and the people that don't need it aren't taking it and they would rather just come in and fucking buy it yeah they're, they would you know and, and that's it the correspondence thing. Also, you have, you have to money. figure out the difference between that and that like you have to figure out the level of who would pay for it and who would give it away? I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to figure it out. It just happens naturally. Yeah, like, I, st I, stopped, I stopped pirating shit as soon as I had enough money to press OK on a $4.99 <laughs> rental. So no, like, I'm I don't give a fuck anymore. I had $5. I did the same way. There's no, there's no barriers. So, anymore. how do we, like, how do you spread that against, like, 
Get rid of fucking homelessness. Like, get rid of, like, I mean, it really has to be an equalization. Like, we have to have no lower class that we, because this is a, this is what they want is punishment. That's what it's going down to is they want these people to be punishment. They want it to, to be something that feels bad so that somehow they're going to turn their life around and become like, uh, uh, CEO. Oh, you're that scumbag. They're going to bootstrap. Yeah. Let's, that, uh, I mean, that's what we're based on. I feel like we got a, uh, Amazon story, Brett. Great. Amazon's back in the news. You know, we love them. They do so many great things for so many people, uh, like deliver them shit they don't need <laughs> within 48 hours. I'm doing this. I want to tell listeners right now, I'm doing this all on my phone this week, and it's very hard to do. I got to tell you, this is a hardship that uh, I'm not used to. Okay. Opening files up in, in sheets and then reading them on my phone. I usually have my command center here with my computer. I feel extremely naked this week, actually. Very naked. All right. Uh, Amazon workers in, at the company's Sacramento, California delivery location united to present a petition to their supervisor September 30th to protest the company's off-time policy, according to The Verge. The workers were inspired by a former colleague I colleague identified only as Sandra, who says she was fired after a bedside vigil for her mother-in-law, even though she kept in communication with her supervisor at Amazon. When her mother-in-law passed away and Sandra returned to work to request bereavement leave, she was informed by her boss that she had overdrawn her off-time balance by one hour before her, bereave before her bereavement leave set in. I felt like I was in the twilight zone, Sandra told The Verge. I'm dealing with the death of my family, and now I'm going to lose my job over one hour uh in response and, and we this is something i want to say they deny this in a little later on in this story even they're gonna amazon will deny this that they fire people because a computer program tells them to fire people. yeah when all the evidence that i'm seeing seems to come to be to the contrary they are literally they have a computer that a big red box comes up and says fire when they've gotten to some metric that Amazon doesn't like. And uh, she was one hour. Yeah. Uh, she. So here's what I think was going on. She had time off, right? Yeah. And she was bedside or whatever with her mother-in-law. Bereavement you should be covered, though. Right, but she she was she had requested the time off. She had sort of taken the days off, called off, and hadn't requested bereavement leave because her mother hadn't died yet. Right? Yes. They only give you like two days yes. bereavement leave, Got two it. or three usually. I, I think it's in here. Um, actually, we, we can. In response to Sandra's firing coworkers, uh, let me let me look at their. Uh, they have their attendance policy. Okay, according to The Verge, medical insurance and paid time off are full-time employee benefits, and a large number of Amazon employees are part-time employees. Employees' hours are lit... Part-time employees' hours are limited to under 30 per week to avoid falling under the strictures of the Affordable Care Act, of course. thus making them ineligible for time off or medical insurance. Employees are given 20 hours of unpaid time off per quarter, translatable to two or three shifts to the average part-time worker. So she had her 20 hours off, right? And she, she called in to take the days off yeah. leading into her mother, and she had gone over one yeah. hour, and yeah. she couldn't... So the firing had already taken place before she could get to work and say, I, I, hey, I need bereavement leave, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so they fired her for that, for that one hour technicality instead of like having a human sort of step in and say like, hey, uh, you know, she's dealing with some shit right now and she's probably not a bad employee and we probably don't want to fire, but they don't care. Is this the same story as the last one we just had? I mean, that's yeah. like, that's the theme is... It's like a, a matter of like the programming and versus like human reaction versus like, you know, being, uh, it's like biological versus just completely, uh. Why did it matter? I mean, I, she, she, she doesn't compute. She doesn't create it, enough autonomy. Well, right. She leaves. Like, That's what the computer, like the computer. Too much emotion. Who wants to deal with that? Yes. We have a way that the algorithm works. Yes. And it, it is. The algorithm it's tight. Work. It's airtight. It is airtight. The algorithm it works. Is, she but turns this, right four times this, during her shift, and we don't want that happening. This yeah. was, but this was, I mean, I when I worked at the warehouse, it was the same thing. There was people that would be let go for the most extraneous circumstances. Once, I mean, it was, it was exactly like what I was talking about before, where it would just be like, oh, you have 12 occurrences. And it was like, oh, but my mom died. And they were like, 
Yeah, but wow, you know the policy about occurrences, don't you? And then like, and then you're like, wait, what? Then then like the person's like, you're about to fire me. Like you just in that moment, like you're floored. Everything fucking drains, all the blood drains out of your fucking body, and you're like. Uh, I do know what about occurrences, but I thought like death would be like the barrier Isn't against death that. A thing? Isn't death you know what they thing? say? You know what they say about that though? They talk about all the times that you were late before. Yes, oh, there's a pattern. The, that's yeah, what I was saying. The pattern of well, behavior. It's a matter of you know. I mean, you could have probably came to work a few times this summer when you called off instead, and you would have had enough time. But you know. Um, you you gambled and you lost and you know now you don't have a job anymore. And that's a that is that is uh, it's odd because we talk. Let's let's bring this back to like a really old thing that we used to do on the show, kind of sometime a, a long time ago was about like cops, right? We used to talk about how the police were like uh, robots that just shoot things when when they're bothered, and if if there was like a, a there it, there's a image in the past. In our minds, that police used to be like sheriff guy, yeah, that just lived in the neighborhood and would like take care of like if Lonnie and Terry get in a fight, fucking oh Lonnie and Terry are fighting yeah. again, we gotta go, you know, break them up and maybe drop one of them in the slammer for one night and let him out in the morning when right. he sobers up, you know, yeah, and it's like that that idea of of. I don't like to call it policing because I don't like the word policing at all. Like it's it's spoiled, you know. But like we used to call it sheriffing, where it was just like there's one sheriff in town, and he makes takes, a judgment call. Yeah, he can make his own judgments, and we pick the guy with the best judgment, and we let, or the woman or the non-binary person with the best judgment in the town that wants to deal with that sort of thing, and that's what you do, you know. Uh, sort of a mediator. Between parties, if and he has to know people. But now we you know? have, yeah, it's a break the law society. I mean, it's a matter of like, uh, I don't have any, dis- I can't make a decision on this, you know? Yeah. The- oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm like, I'm your manager and all of that, but I don't get to make decisions on this. It's just a computer program tells me whether you're fired or not. Every single day, I sign into a computer program and there's a green or red light next to your names and then i just go from there well and this is the amazon line i always i want to read that because we've read this line brett a hundred times right like i want to read their their response to this article because you're just going to be like oh well we've read that 57 you go through our archives and you can get the amazon response you know 50 times amazon told the verge that the company takes into account individual circumstances should employees require additional time off and that firings are not automatic as the workers claim it's like why are the workers just claiming this? Why Why is there like a groundswell of workers constantly there? It's so there? hard. I mean, right? it's so hard to get people to do anything. Right. I have to say from my perspective and from what I know is that folks don't want to do anything. Like I've been trying to get a revolution happen for like eight <laughs> years since I started this show. People do not want to like go outside and actually like do the work to do that. People want things to be comfortable in their house. They would never ever in their life make a stink about anything unless they were just absolutely pushed to the fucking point to do that. Right. That 30 people are not going to sign a petition or walk yeah. off of a job at a place. For sure. When you work at Amazon, look, I know people that work at Amazon or have worked at Amazon. Like I know them personally, uh, people I grew up with, people that I just kind of know from around. And, and like, uh, that's not a job you want to lose. You know, that's not... It's not a, uh, 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 it's not like if I went and got a job tomorrow at Burger King and I lost that job at Burger King, I would say I'm just going to go to McDonald's yeah. and get a fucking job. Yeah, for sure. But generally, Amazon is more of a last chance. Like you get a job at a place like Amazon or at a place like Bed Bath & Beyond when you worked at, when you worked for Abercrombie, right? Like you've said this multiple times. I've said this multiple times. You get a job there thinking like, okay, this is it. I got it. I'm done. You know, I don't, I did the fucking thing. I became an adult. I went and got the job and now I'm just going to keep the job. I can handle this job. This is the job I'm going to do. And uh, I don't think that that woman was like, I don't think she even considered that she was risking her job. When, yeah. when she took the time off. Like, I don't think it she sucks, was, like, in- insubordinate it's or just, anything. 20 hours of unpaid time off is no time. Right. You know? When you're talking about... when 
And what? everybody else would pick up the slack for that circumstance. Absolutely. Everybody in that fucking place would have done just, they would have done a little more work. I've done it. You know, I, people have done it for me at the cable company. When I had to leave for fucking eight days to go to fucking rehab, everybody had to do a little bit more work. And when I came back to work, everybody was like, Hey, are you okay, man? I'm glad you got that all taken care of. I hope everything's okay. You know, because your yeah. other workers with you tend to be sympathetic to the problems of other working people. See, but when you get down to that lower level, though, it's a matter of like you're the cog in the machine. And like if you're not there, you're costing them money. Right. Because I have seen the comparison of like more uh, like white collar jobs where someone can have like a fucking weird freak out and just miss a month or something and everybody's like well we're glad to have like you said we're glad to have you back like there's way more freedom and in a place like this where you are like constantly just picking and packing or pulling boxes off shelves uh, I mean, if someone dies, it's just like fuck. I mean, why are they staffed like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it's why like, is the why is the company the largest company in the world run by the richest man in the world? Why are they staffed at such a razor's edge that if one person doesn't make it in because their mother in law is dying, then they're fucking it hurts the, the business apart. and you have to fire her and everybody's fucked. Like why are why are they staffed because like those that? places are those places are built just to be precarious situations. They're just to make you to feel grateful that you have income and that you have something because they aren't trying to build any of the familial type thing that they talk about because that's no way. I don't think Amazon does I would that. never yeah, I'm sure they don't. I, I <laughs> Amazon do. to me does not give me no, vibes no. of we're a family, we're but partners they, sort of thing, they, you know? <laughs> they probably you know, this is like Jeff Bezos does the whole thing. He's like, hey, I mean, you guys work for a thing, man. Come on, guys. We all work for something. Come no, on. I don't think. I think Amazon. We're going to die together. I can agree. I actually do think that Jeff Bezos probably says we're having a, we're, we have a mission. Yeah. And we have to yeah. achieve this mission as a team. I, know. I don't think that he's saying we're the Amazon family. I don't think he calls the people that work for Amazon partners like some of the other like places like a place like Starbucks that's like fucking evil, but they'll be like, oh no, you know, we don't call you employees, we call you partners. Yeah. We don't know about it, but I bet he does. We can we get some Amazon people on the phone. We're gonna we're gonna have an Amazon Yeah. The the company continued that in addition to being allowed twenty hours of unpaid time off per quarter, part time workers get three days of paid bereavement leave and, and and accrued sick leave in accordance with local laws. And uh, that is their whole thing. They fired the woman, though. So, And here's the other thing, man. You know, what's, Dude, like, you know what's the more depressing thing about this, can I say? Is this got covered in Newsweek, uh-huh. right? This got covered on The Verge. This, this was a story last week. And um, these businesses are set up in a way that they can't hire her back without, like, fucking yeah, we'll Jeff back, Bezos yeah. himself saying... We're going to hire her back. And even if they do hire her back, you know, the reality is on the floor at the fucking warehouse. If they if if the management, the people in management are forced to hire somebody back that they fired, just the realities of that are are like you can say, you know, and, and the Supreme Court is having that argument right now. Right. About like at will employment and 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 uh people being able to discriminate on on uh gay and and trans people at a job and firing them for that reason they're like having this whole thing and uh bernie sanders came out and said he would outlaw at will employment and i think i saw a couple other people say that and and like the responses to it from liberals from from people that are supposed to be on our side right bad from people they were they were basically saying like you don't even know what at will employment is, nice. and how would you? They were acting like That's bullshit. They were acting like it's impossible, yeah, to envision a world without at will employment. <laughs> how would we ever hire someone without knowing? Well, I mean, it's um, that's so insulting because they're actually the ones that have never done that because I know what it's like for someone to just say I don't like you anymore and you don't have a job here and you can't do anything legally about right. it. Me yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, right, 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 yeah. I've seen people with like fibromyalgia get fired because they're fucking <laughs> Oh, oh they're your like, joints hurt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> your she, fucking joints hurt? Danielle is such a fucking problem. She shows up like <laughs> not, she shows She's up late. like crying. Once a week she shows up late or something, you know, and it's like 
yeah, but you know, we're not doing much here, and I don't care that she shows up late, to be honest, you know? Dude, you're Actually, so fucking right, though. There, I mean, people with disabilities, like, get fired, like, Yeah, because that will. Yeah, they don't yeah. like that. And and they don't ever say... that. That's the thing. Or, or pe- trans people get fired all the fucking time. And, 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 and... Well, at Roundsburg, we had the... Fa- the big fight was there was a cashier... Uh, well, trans, I don't know what the, I don't really know about, but it was a, it was a male. Everybody thought they was a guy, they were a guy and they wore makeup to do their thing. Oh shit. And it was like a this huge, whole thing. Like there was a, it was a legal battle at our fucking Walmart because this trans person was just trying to be themselves. The guy just wanted to check out. He just and wanted to. Nobody cared. Like it was, it was just paperwork like my mom would just go through like well i mean i don't know what he wanted to be sure or w- what it was but like i just wanted to check out and get yeah my, nobody my cares broccoli about nobody gives a fuck out. i mean people, people are fine i mean if someone <laughs> no one was worried about it it was just like makeup and fucking fingernail polish are trying to look pretty like that's all i think is like <laughs> i don't care I like what, anything else about it. it's like oh you look nice there's a flattering color but it was like it wasn't i mean that was the beginning like that's what i remember like the huge dust up in my local shithole town right and then you know we know like and even at that time it was something that that was way more obviously these things were happening but we live in a time now where you know uh imagine like transitioning at like a small business like the the kind of thought you have to give yeah to transitioning i couldn't even at, at some fucking restaurant somewhere yeah dealing with the person that owns it and i i just think they they will fire you and i think they, they fire you if you get cancer they fire you if you get pregnant and at will employment just means they don't have to give you an explanation yeah so if they don't have to give you an explanation then they can just fire you for fucking anything being too gay but yeah, that, being that, too gay kind of, is it that's yeah, what I mean, it that, is that's kind of definitely hr though it's like if you're too gay like fucking we'll fire you like if you're too but, gay but are not fitting in with an HR, so yeah. I mean, that's what it. I mean, that's. I mean, it, in it, the 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 thing. It's just always been like that, and to see somebody, well, uh, I just, to somebody stick up for at will employment is a very odd position. It wasn't. To take. It what well, I'll say this for a lot of the liberals, there were conservatives, you know, who will obviously always stick for at will employment because they love their bots. They like their boss's boot on their neck. Yeah, they love it, you know. But like, uh, they're the the liberal. I think that, and it's something that like eats at me about liberals all the time. And it's ultimately the thing that turned me into an anarchist or communist or whatever I am. Ultimately, the thing that pushed me further to the left was this lack of imagination that they have. Because yeah. most of the responses were not about. How it's impossible. It, we're not about. It was like just a lack of being able to figure out what a world looks like with at will employment. For yeah. me, it looks like you can only be fired for legitimate reasons for being bad at your job. Yes, and they can't take your livelihood away just because you fucking. I don't know. You're too poor to you, get into work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they can't. You take the bus and the bus is late, and you're and you you're you show up 15 minutes late once a week or something. Yeah, yeah. We've had callers after callers call in about being fired for public transportation. No, I, try to, I try to take the buses to, to work, and it's like gotten me in trouble to the point where it's like, well, I better buy a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's one. It, it is uh, the lack of imagination was always a thing that bothered me. I mean, this is two thousand. I'll do two thousand eleven talk. You know, back when back when we were arguing in the Burberry Wars, right? Mm-hmm. With with Bur- Scotty Burberry and all those guys. By yeah. the way. You know, the miniseries concept exists to have a Scotty Burberry anthology series. <laughs> and I promise you, next year, there will, will be, be a miniseries about oh, the Burberry it. Wars. I didn't know that was <laughs> part of your plan. I, want to do I definitely want to do that. I know you do. You've been trying to do it for two years. Now we have the platform and the space to do it. I was like flying on shrooms on that Hellfire tour telling Tom and Terrence all about Scotty Burberry. They had no fucking idea. Dude, the guests, they, were, they were captivated. The fucking guests that we're going to have, dude. We'll have the Juggler. We'll have Felix and Will and Matt and fucking... Uh, who else was around? Johnny. Dank Metal. And Dank Metal. And uh, fucking uh, Randy. We'll get Randy on if we can. I mean, Randy's never done a podcast, but yeah. he's like the greatest tweeter in the history of the world. Randy G-Dub. Sure. He 
you know, invented the ripping up ballots at the yes. post office. In Ohio. <laughs> so he, uh, but um, what I was going to say is like, we used to get into these arguments with these guys about drone strikes. It was always wrapped around drone strikes. Drone strikes radicalized us, I think, more than anything, you know? And uh, we were on Twitter arguing about drone strikes. And like a lot of the arguments against us, a lot of the arguments that came on the other side of that were just how how would we have a world where we don't have drone strikes? Like, how would we be able to live in a world where we aren't going and finding the bad guys and killing them? That was kind of the way they thought about it. And I was like, that's such a fucking, like, you're supposed to be the sensitive side. Yeah. You're supposed to be the Blame side that heart. cares about people. You're supposed to be that. And you're like, you can't even picture a fucking world where we don't incinerate weddings because there might be somebody's cousin at it that maybe built an IED when our fucking uh, Jeeps went driving into his neighborhood and indiscriminately shot young men. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just one of... It, 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 it's, it's horrible... The, the lack of liberal imagination, because I, I, I mean, you know, even just to the point where like they can't imagine like a lot of the Bernie Sanders shit, you know what I mean? Like they can't imagine even like Medicaid or Medicare for all. They're like, what are we going to do? I, you know, you've heard the argument from them about lines. Oh, well, if we did Medicare for all, we won't be able to get into our doctor anymore because everybody will just be able to go to the doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a terrible idea. Yeah, it would be like, we would all just be there, like, you know, hanging out with each other, waiting for the doctor. <laughs> everyone, everyone would go to the doctor. <laughs> that is. Have you ever heard that argument? Yeah, yeah. That's I know, one I know, of my I, favorite uh, ones, long lines. And long lines <laughs> just means that the people that aren't going to the doctor now and are, like, fucking... Like, like having skin fall off of their body <laughs> like, yeah, I got uh, on a I mean, random day, you know? I got a switch. I got a phone. I got a e-reader. Like, I can wait in a line to get health care. Dude, I'm a right line. now, it's like $35. It's what's holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Dude, I'm at 75 Erica doesn't want to pay copays, and I'm like, you got to get over that. Like, she still has this really weird a Fucking copays? She won't pay her copays. I'm just like, just go, go, go. She's like... I don't know. It's like thirty-five bucks each time I go, and I'm like, the doctor's fine. gonna tell you fucking everything is okay for the thirty-five dollar fucking copay. Come what? on. I mean, it's where I don't know. It's you like your whole body. It's poverty. It's it is. like that early dude. The PTSD. It's not gonna be fucking. He's not gonna lose like. We're gonna need like one hundred thirty-eight different. No, but you have insurance for the other stuff. Like, you go in. We have all the insurance. All of it is done. You go in. He just goes, everything is fine. Go home. You pay $35. There are no problems. You pay $35. Once a year, you pay $35 to see a doctor, and he says, you're good. Man, I go to the no, doctor. It's not once a year. Sometimes I want to go for like the this, flu and shit. Yes, like, there is no flu. I want some antibiotics. We prevent the flu. We prevent the flu. Not me, motherfucker. I'm not getting we shot up get with shot that. With yeah, that stuff, man. Man. you're fucking. We're gonna get in so much trouble. Oh for my that. god, you have no idea how. <laughs> hey, that fuck, you're idiots. <laughs> yeah, we know. Go ahead. You gotta take the high ground. You gotta tell us. I got it once, and Brett yelled at me, and then we got so much trouble on the no on the air. Oh We got in fucking trouble on the air. You can't play with you. Can't even play around flu shot don't, shit. People don't play with fucking flu shots. incinerate you. Well, but you know, um, like I get like a stomach ache or like a bloody asshole sometimes, and I just want to go to the doctor. But I don't want like thirty five. Yeah. I don't have to pay forty bucks. It's the 20 I'd rather get like a half a gram or something. It's the early twenties. <laughs> no, yeah, is that an option? It's I would love that. to trade in like half an asshole with half a gram. It's <laughs> not that. My bloody asshole. I just want. Can I just do That'll half a gram of cocaine? Good. That'll make me feel good. And I'll, I'll forget about the whole. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you could do myself. that, I would do. No, but it's like <laughs> that PTSD that you have from your like yeah. from eighteen to like twenty five. Right? Like, I think a lot She's of a, us get it. I gave it up though, and she hasn't. Yeah, it's hard. I haven't. Which I'm still broke, but I haven't given it up either. I'm not as broke I as I was, you know. But but like, I can't. No, I mean you used. To, no, I used to, I went without healthcare for long. I used to just pay cash. Like every time I went, I just paid cash money. It was way cheaper than paying a monthly fee. Then like the Obamacare stuff happened, and they forced you into it. But yeah, she is like still 
trapped in this idea of like her banks because she's like overdrafted her account on like a fucking copay before Been there, baby, so she's yeah. like still gun shy and i'm like you have all you can do what it, just go to the do- please you want to hear a fucking doctor you want to hear an extremely like if you have you have the option just do it use it you want to hear an extremely sad story that like almost brought me to tears a little bit last night while i was uh was busy and uh Brett's giving a dirty look to the chat. Now I'm like worried that no, they're saying there's some uh, audio thing, but I don't know. Is it my mic? Are we getting reverb? Hello, is there anybody oh, out I don't there? Know. But uh, it's not if you can hear me. I was at anyone home. I was at the laundromat last night. Hello, hello, <laughs> and uh, I was standing in there, and a guy comes walking in with all of his laundry. Big baskets, brings them all in. It's like laundromat time. You know, I do it at, at midnight, which is a good time to do it. If I just recorded Shocktober and drove straight there and did it, right? I, I do the laundry. As soon as I'm about to finish, I'm at the dryer. I don't have any money. I want to tell everybody right now, I have no money. I'm broke. I'm about to go on a trip. I'm very nervous about the whole thing, and I'm melting down. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm standing in there. This guy walks in with a $20 bill. And he sticks it in the change machine, and the motherfucker says out of order and just eats the goddamn. Oh thing. no! Nothing came out, dude. And like, the fucking. So afterwards, he was you like, just played like straight, like C different. Like, he was hello, like, hello, hello. He was like, this isn't. This is my last. $20. Yeah, that was the, that was That's like twenty dollars. And I was like, fucking standing in there, like, is there a button? He was like, did this do this? Like, is this broken? And yeah, I was like, I use the other machine because there's two machines and one looks new. He said, I use the other machine. There's two machines and yeah. one looks new. There's always a time when we all die. That's the worst news, dun, though. Dun, How, dun, like, you go dun, and you put your dun, last $20 dun, in a machine and dun, someone dun, else dun. is like, the other one works better. And you're like, oh, well. I was, Have I you tried the other one? I was busy. I spent my last $20. He, I was, I so, was so busy. I have no idea what this is. I was bummed, though, for him, and I wanted to, like, go give him a you hug. You just heard like, the worst. I did a thing back in the day, right? Like, back when we were 19. Like it was box fifth. And we had $65 in the bank, right? And uh, I had to go to the grocery store, and the plan... Was to buy forty dollars worth of dishes and get twenty five dollars or twenty forty dollars worth of food and get twenty five dollars dishes. Yeah, I didn't mean you would ever buy forty dollars worth of dishes. Uh, the plan was to get forty five. I call my meals dishes. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's a hot dish. It's called a hot dish. Yeah, so we got like, a hot meal. Hot meal. We got hot dish. For he, was the week. Gonna, he was gonna. He was gonna a 40 hot meals. It's like a steak. I have a dish. Get you know yourself I mean? like 40 hot, hot meals. Yeah. So anyway, I go uh, I go to the store and I fucking get the food. Yeah. You got to stop that on the air. I got to get the... I, so I go to get the food. Okay. I'm ready to go get food. It was impressive. I buy $40 yeah. worth of food. Yeah. $40. And I go to take the... put Get the <laughs> cash out of the thing. And I get the cash out of the thing. Somewhere between getting the cash out of the ATM machine and getting in my car, I dropped the $20. And I fucking didn't realize it until I got back to Katie. And I got there and I was like, all right, we got fucking $40 worth of food. I think we're in really good shape. And we have $25 (laughs) left. We only got to make it five more days. $25 should do. You know what I mean? Like really. And then I reached in my pocket and it was gone. And we were at $0. And it was the fucking one of the worst experiences. And that's what flashed through my mind when I saw this guy. A machine ate his twenty. He stuck his twenty dollars in a machine with the trust that that machine was going to spit out twenty dollars in corn. Did you think of like uh, corns? And it didn't come out of the. It didn't come out of the machine. And he was like, "Oh, how do I get my money back?" Here's the thing. No way, there. Unmanned laundry. Yeah, yeah. That I go to, and you Never have to again. fill out a sheet. And write your address on it, oh and they God. mail you your money yeah. back to you. Word and and Word Word I'm gonna make a die. guess. I'm gonna make a guess. They're never gonna believe that that machine ate twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> They're just. And I was just like, I wanted to give him twenty dollars, but you know, 
Why didn't I you? Twenty dollars, dude. You didn't have it on you? I no. I had fifteen dollars. You just want to leave on the fact that and I was nervous about it, and I hey. wanted to do something for him, but I'm nervous about money anyway. You well, know, what you I'm saying? give that guy money. We could do street fight money. I mean, you actually work in a production. Yeah, company, you have so. money to hand out. <laughs> just hand out ten dollars. Should give him his twenty right? bucks. I mean, he had a nice car. And I mean, I would have. I would have. I would have <laughs> walked <laughs> over and gave the guy twenty bucks. I wanted sure. to help. I did walk over. I'll be. I'll say this. What I did. And I, this was just like a little nice thing I did. I walked over there and said, no buttons on there, I guess. No refund, huh? And then I did also offer, I said, hey, you know, maybe if I put a dollar in there, it'll chase the 20 out. That's good logic. Yes. That's really good logic. He didn't want me to do it. He yeah. said, no, nah, don't, don't risk your Let money. Let me chase your yes, money sir. out of there. <laughs> do not do that. I've been listening to Hank Williams. That's an insider you. term. Chase the money out is such a fucking insider <laughs> I'm a, I'm a What insider. is an insider? I'm just you're like, oh, it never works. It's never once been a thing. Let's just take a slip of paper that's the size of a bill and chase it right out of there and scare the motherfucker to Have you ever thought about just... Yo, right just shave a shave a bill and no. My brain thinks of it like this. Well, I'll put the dollar in, and then the machine will somehow realize that the twenty dollars in the it, machine, and then he'll throw out twenty one dollars. Is what I was thinking could happen, but the guy was just so yeah. kind, and he was like, "I don't want you to waste your dollar." And I'm like, God. "All right, man. I mean, I'm willing." You're to just do it. you're Jesse. You're Pinkman from the I, show. Uh, I actually I gave money to a woman yesterday that asked for a kiss on the cheek from me. She was like, "You're so sweet. Can I get a kiss on the cheek?" And I was like, "Absolutely." <laughs> See, I'm so uncomfortable around other people, and seeing that guy have that hardship, like I wanted to turn into Murder Brian from the radio that would have totally walked over. Thing, man. Supposed to? I mean, that's what I do. I can't. I you ain't fucking Superman, I, dude. I have money. I have money to hand out to people. Like, like I full. Like you have that. Like you're backed up. That's the thing I told him. Your car breaks down, you get in trouble with the law. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Like you should walk invincibly in the world like that. Like you should just go give that person fucking money. There's I a, there's to. a shoebox. There's like so much. We have so much access to everything. It's like really I wish I gave that person. I would have. I should have. I just it, my brain doesn't work that way to think of like how I can solve his problem. And you don't there were two other people in there. You don't want to be arrogant? Like, you don't want to feel like you're balling? You did. I did. I asked, I offered to fucking put a dollar in oh, and no. have to chase the 20th. <laughs> no, that's, but like, no, just handing over the money. Like, you just hand him the money instead of like chasing it. Like, I like, wanted to fix like, the machine. Hey, there's a, there's a fence post down the road that has two X's on it. The person <laughs> in there will give you a hearty meal. <laughs> like when you're talking about, go ask about Sean. When you talk about chasing twenties out of machines, she loves a hearty meal. Fixing the problem, you know. It is. It's like you can get a nice corn. Casserole. I know. I was not. Ta- I wasn't gonna put a twenty in. I was gonna put a one dollar bill in. No, I, I know thought, what chasing. Yeah. I know about chasing. Okay. So you would do yeah. it too. You would yeah. admit it. No, I would have walked over with a twenty and just been like here that sucks that's your last 20 i've been there before here's 20 dollars. i was gonna unplug and plug in i was gonna try to fix the machine my instinct was to try to fix the machine it was not to hand the 20 i need to get better instincts i guess uh, i get at home well, you that's what I ended up doing in the end. Crowbar. I know we should fucking bash that machine up. To yeah, tell you the truth, like it. we should have been in there. I should have gone and got the tire thing out of the car. Yep. We should have just yep. because yep. you can't just take somebody's twenty dollars like that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like it, it's it's kind of like if you it, the fucking light. What kind? Who designed a machine? It doesn't know it's out of order until you put something in the machine and then it shuts down. That's like what happened to me in Chicago, dude. Remember Chicago? The motherfucking machine wouldn't give me my bank card back. Oh, yeah. And I was stuck. <laughs> and you were we there had to with, go on with, stage. He was there with, yeah, because it was like <laughs> an hour before he we went on stage. He went down to the store and he was like, he had his thumb and his fucking pointer just like clenched tight well, on a card that was thing. trapped yeah, in the ATM and tried to pull it out. Here, please here, come out. Please come out. I need you. I was, I'll tell the story because I've never told this story on the air. So we have about an hour before we go on stage. Probably actually see we had more time because Struggle Session was up but I wanted to see Struggle Session in Chicago because and me and Brett like to like kind of be ready by the stage before we're about to go on but I went down to the store to get some smokes and some like seltzer waters and uh, I was like, I'm going to get some cash out, which I don't know why I did that. But I was like, I'm going to go get 40 bucks out of this machine, right? I stick the money in the machine. It's moving slow as hell. 
but it's not broke. And I, I press the button, and then it fucking goes like, it does like, um, um, like tiling, digital tiling uh, on the screen, which is scarier yeah. than an error message. By the way. And I was like, okay, it's like some hacker shit. It must be out of order. And then it said out of order, but it kept my card was still locked in the fucking machine and I could feel, I could grab it because it yeah, was there right there. And like the machine was just sitting there. It wasn't doing anything. I look over at the cashier guy. He's like, that fucking thing does that four times a day. I'm sick of it. And I'm like, is there anything you can do about it? And he's like, no. Nope. Yeah, like, so much, bro. Is there a button I can press? He's like, I'll tell you the truth. I wish they'd just take it out of here. And he was just kind of like watching me pace. And then, uh, about this is we're not talking if about, you give me as much as in my bank account right now i'll take this fucking machine right out of here <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's, it's the death it is the car. death of me right now <laughs> the death i should have been like do you have a do you have a, a dolly so i can just take the machine with me to the show that i'm doing to make sure i get my card when it's done but we're talking about 25 minutes yeah it, was a while. it wasn't like some short amount of time and i'm like looking around the machine and the guy's getting a little nervous because i'm talking about unplugging the machine i like i think i'm gonna unplug it and plug it back in and see if it resets and it didn't reset it did i they didn't have a plug so i got on the phone and i called the phone number on the machine and they had me on hold forever because it's fucking yeah i think it was sunday night of labor day weekend there was you know you're just that's like a, a busy I mean, is night out in town. Nobody's working. Why are you yelling at everybody? It We're was the worst. just trying to have a time. And I was freaking You're out. You're just there. yelling. I was, re yeah. I was trying. I, I was like, I was like, do you have like a toothpick? Hey, pal. Do you have like a toothpick or something in there that I can try it out with? I should have said, hey, buddy, can you come over here and put your card in? Try to chase mine out. <laughs> Good hey, we'll chase it. All right, we're going to Texas. So, hey, bro, uh, I mean, I mean, like, yeah. how are you trying to be, bro? Like, how, how are you trying to be? Like, Come what am I doing? Come see us in Texas. Uh, we have a flight. It, uh, we're going to leave in five hours from now. Um, we Four can't hours, 25 minutes. We can't now. wait to see you. It is so high. It's going to be fun. We're also going to be on the West Coast. Um, we just made the announcement. for. We didn't make the announcement yet. I'm waiting for final ticket results. But... Uh, I wanted to let you know, because I know folks have to request off from work, we are going to be in uh, Seattle, Washington on November 9th and 10th. We're going to be in Portland, Oregon on November 11th, Oakland, California on the 13th, Los Angeles on the 15th, and then San Diego, California for the first time ever at Che Cafe on November 18th. You can find those tickets at streetfightradio.com. Whenever you go to streetfightradio.com, on the left-hand side is going to be the brand new episode. And that will also have the information on what the closing song was. The reason we can't put it on SoundCloud is they do actually have like a tech scraper that looks for DRM content. Um, I've put this song info on our SoundCloud before and they took the show down. So if you want to know what song closed out a show, it's streetfightradio.com. The left side is going to have the newest show. The right side will have all of the newest information, news, tour, info, whatever it may be. Um, come out and see us. We can't hang, can't wait to hang with the gang. It's going to be really fun. And Dallas uh, has a special feature. Dallas is going to be on. And, of course, the most special feature of all, Kath Barbadero, um, will be opening for us. And, again, at the end of the show, the first night in Seattle is an undercover boss live. Uh, you get to come see us do commentary. The next night is Street Fight Live with Blocked Party and the POD cast. And the same thing for Portland. And uh, Blocked Party's a fucking funny show, man. And yeah. the POD cast, Legend. I hear those guys kick ass too, you know? Yeah, and the thing about... And I it's mean, Sandy, San Francisco. Yeah. The opener for San Francisco, we're going to have Minion Death Cult, Brace and Brian. I don't know who those guys are, but they're going to do a show together. And then Street Fight. So, in L.A., who fucking knows who's going to be there, but I'm going to tell you, there's going to be motherfucking people there. We're going to have, we're going to blow it out in LA like we always do. Yeah. Well, the other, I mean, the other, also Houston, Texas next Friday, we are doing the live show um, with PWR Wrestling. I can't wait to uh, run the ropes. I want to get bruises. I want to take some bumps. I'm coming off the top rope on Brett. I am, hopefully I will get some sort of a feather boa or a velvet, um, a velvet like duster jacket to 
Take He's the got ring. the mask. Lucha I do mask. have a mask. I have a Lucha mask. I also have some fake Louis Vuitton jewelry. So who knows what that's going to be. Uh, it's going down next week. Thank you, Terry, for being here. The folks on the chat really enjoyed your uh, downfall. <laughs> we will be back next week. We are Street Fight Radio. We're going to be live in uh, Texas, like we said. The next call, well, the next live show, I guess, is going to be on October 23rd, that Wednesday. It's going to be a basement street fight. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. I'm going to do live streams and all that. We're at Street Fight WCRS. We're also on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, and all that. Peace out. (laughs) 